listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Revolution After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Revolution After Show. Oh yeah. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to Revolution After Buzz TV, your one and only spot for after show entertainment. Episode 17, Why We Fight. I'm your host, Ryan Hooks. Joining me today on the panel, I have two beautiful co-hosts. Francesca Dugan. Hi. How's it going? <laughs> I like that green shirt. Thank you. Megan Thomas. Hi. Welcome back. Hi, I'm glad to be back. Good to see you. We're glad you're here. Mm-hmm. Thank you for joining us. Guys, thanks for tuning in. How excited are you about Revolution right now? Love it. And I'm excited that the Monroe Federation is coming is it, back. Is that the new name? Are we dubbing it Monroe Federation instead of Monroe Republic? No, it's, it should be Federation this time. That sounds kind of cool. What about Connor? Connor's Monroe. That's part of the okay, have, you're right, Monroe. The they're going to have matching thrones. Did they you are. miss that part? They're going to have matching thrones. They, they will really have matching thrones. That's going to be super says. cute. I think so. Super cute. Oh my God. So cute. We should take a picture. But first. But first, let's talk about Revolution. <laughs> Absolutely. So I like this episode, and I like where the show is kind of progressing this week. Uh, we did lose the entire Priscilla Aaron story this know, week. Right, bummer. Which is kind of funny because we were watching the show, and I was talking about how last week Francesca and I totally missed the bus. Um, so some of our YouTube people were talking about how she could potentially be like the Eve figure, so the tree right. and the apple. And since they slept together... There could be a baby or maybe a freaky, like, nanite half-baby brewing. That's really weird. It is weird. But in the the preview, we saw, though, that she may not actually even be Priscilla. Priscilla. Right. So. I know last week when she grabbed the apple, the first thing I thought was Eve. But then I was like, "Eh, I don't see how it's going to correlate with this storyline. But then afterwards, yeah, reading everyone's comments, like, wait a minute. Maybe she is, like. She's a whole new nanite person. And this is really weird. She's the new Eve. Right. Eve 2.0, if you will. It's like 3.0 at this it's point. It's 3.0 now. <laughs> We're in season two. It's 3.0. Right, right. So that was cool that we missed them, though. And like I said, I, there's going to be a lot of cool stuff, I think, next week with the nanites. Because yeah. we're getting more and more about them and their functionality. But this week, we got Willoughby. Right. They walked there in one day. Of course. So yeah. As always, it only day. takes one day to get to Willoughby. Super shoes. So yeah, <laughs> and our episode started off with uh, our good friend Dylan from last week, who was going to get shot, but Rachel talked... Uh, Miles out of it, and he went back to Doyle. Of course. Yeah. What else is he going to do? I, I mean, he's in, he's ingrained to do what he's supposed to do. Tells him everything about what happened, and they basically are searching their safe houses, and luckily they are there, but they're, they have no place to go. They're out on the streets. I did like <laughs> On the streets of Willoughby? <laughs> they're on the streets. <laughs> in the prairie, on the prairie, basically. Although, I feel like Revolution is becoming a comedy a little bit. Yeah, they do have little jabs we here. Got of course, jokes Jean this week. said that, that Monroe and Miles are looking like sorority girls. They're fighting like, like that. a couple of sorority girls, but yes. then he comes back with them. He's like, "Oh, we're losing AARP over here." Hilarious. When they decide to go to Willoughby, uh, Miles says he's going to go with him, and Rachel is not going, and Monroe is not going, and 
Charlie is not going. Then make him stay behind. Right. I th- you know what? This episode, I think we... The wrong reason I like this episode is because it's very... This was a very deep, layered, emotional type of episode um, where we went into our feelings. A little bit. Yeah. And about I think, why we fight. Right. And I think sometimes you have to do that. So I actually like this episode. And it's always nice when you get those feelings on these episodes where you have characters that we've you know invested in and developed over time. But then we sort of lose that because they become these monstrous characters as we've seen over the last few weeks you know and they're fighting for things and why they're actually doing what they're doing right because we get a look into at least three characters and why they're fighting mm-hmm. so i don't know francesca are you uh why do you fight to eat <laughs> to right to survive. Pop- Hello. for popcorn <laughs> we had a whole bunch of popcorn before the show so we're all hyped up on popcorn right now yep it's okay it's cool um i did like one of the things they did in the beginning of this episode as well um because obviously they keep talking about the Patriots, and the thought of Patriot to us has always been, you know, something of pride and something like that. So they're comparing the Patriots to the Nazis. Right. And so, like, to them, they're the miscreant banding together, and these Patriots are actually the ones that are brainwashing people and are doing terrorist things. And it's kind of a, an interesting concept to think about as an American that, you know, there are people in America that could be... Nazi-ish. Like, that could be Nazi-ish, Nazi-ish. right. Right. So, I don't know. What do you think about that? I mean, I think it's real. I think it's true to life. That's one thing that you consistently find with revolution is that stuff that happens, like, honestly, that happens in the U.S., they'll take it and they'll slip it in. And then it makes you think about what's really going on in politics. So, I like that. I mean, and there are a lot of things, and you've seen a lot of TV shows that are, like, sort of jokingly portrayed and presented to you as an audience member. But in reality, it could really happen. Right. You know, there's a lot of shows where you see these potential terrorist attacks and these potential downfalls in government. So, I mean, we're in a world in the show that could potentially be reality. You know, if this happened, would the people that live here do things like this? I think so. Perhaps. Perhaps. Well, I mean, we've already established that you two would both be dead by season one. Uh, whatever. I'll be farming. <laughs> you'd, be far- you'd be farming? Yeah, I'm a farmer. I'd be eating the food that she farms. Be, <laughs> just going to be eating the food and Megan would be farming. I'd be in uh, the New Mexico Probably running a cartel of sorts, <laughs> dealing <laughs> drugs, maybe. It's okay. So the Patriots uh, are having a little powwow because Ed and Neville are talking about what they need to do. And the, the power is there for them to grab. Well, it's more like Neville's trying to manipulate right. Ed into thinking he's getting power so he can weasel his way in to the top. That's what Neville does best. He, he is. He's a manipulator. That insurance adjuster. Right. Did you, so on a funny side note, there's that number. I tweeted it out. You can call on tall into Tom Neville Insurance, and he starts talking about the doom and gloom of the world around him. Right. So if you need insurance, call Tom Neville. <laughs> I love that that's like a real number, and then they thought about that. We're Instead of giving a 555 number, we're going to give a real number, and we're going to like go ahead and record a message that for real matches Neville's insurance. How 612 Three five three eight one one three. If you want to check that out, that number again is six one two five three five eight one one three. You can give it a call and find out what you want to find out. But you know who else has something to tell us about yeah. life and liberty and the pursuit of life? Mm. I've said life twice. Right. Is our owner, our CEO, Maria. our love of our life, Maria Menounos. Tuesdays on Oxygen. I'm Maria Menounos, and my life can get a little crazy. I host Extra. I'm an actor, producer, dancer, wrestler, and a lot of other things. I live with Kevin, my boyfriend of 15 years. Do you really love me? I would say that I'm in serious like. And my parents. Yep. 
I just said I live with my parents. You drive me crazy. You drive me crazy. My parents want us to get married. You both love each other. Get married. Kevin and I don't. I am going to get married when I want to get married. I think I want kids. Kevin definitely doesn't want them now. This is being pushed on to us. And of course, my parents wanted them yesterday. This year, you got to have it. And I have a house full of people counting on me financially. If I take my eye off the ball, everything can fall apart. It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks or wants us to do. It's what we want to do. Everyone thinks that they know what's best for me, but I'm really the only one. I have got to figure things out. Chasing Maria Menounos is so new. Every Tuesday at 10, 9 central, starting March 18th, only on Oxygen. There I'm, you have it. Yeah, I'm going to watch it. I love it. Dude, I watched it last, not, last night after yeah, I got home from work. Night. It was really funny. It is. Um, you find out a lot about Maria's life and Kevin, and I love that everyone like lives together in the it's same so house. Funny. It's like the real world, only crazier, and then Maria's got that laugh. <laughs> I, I love her laugh. Yeah. I love it. And I'm really excited, though, about the AfterBuzz episodes. Yeah. Because they're going to have a behind-the-scenes look at AfterBuzz. You can see our boy Steven, who's in the booth right now, dropping the ones and the twos. <laughs> of course. Shout out to Steven. <laughs> yes. So if you love us at AfterBuzz, please make sure you support Chasing Maria Menounos every Tuesday, 10, 9 Central. And you can watch the AfterBuzz show right here on AfterBuzzTV.com. Yeah, and it's on Oxygen. Yes. So and... If you love our Revolution Recap, make sure you go to iTunes and subscribe. It's really easy. All you have to do is search After Buzz TV Revolution, and you will see our podcast pop up. Click subscribe, and you can comment and give us five stars. We would absolutely love it if you did that and told your friends and your friends' friends about it. Did you know what's amazing about After Buzz TV? We have like 27 million subscribers on iTunes, like million. And we do shows in over 100 countries, right? which is outrageous. That's because we're the bomb. That's, Hello. So, yeah, and well, we do all this for free. There's, we cover 75 shows right now, and there's more to come. I know I'm starting a brand new show next month. So go on our shows. Check them out. Watch other shows. Rate us. We love giving five stars. We love comments and feedback from all you guys because yeah. we appreciate everything that you do because we do this for you. Right. That's why we do it. We do it for you guys at home. That's why we fight. That's mm-hmm. why. <laughs> that Well played. And that's why we fight because we want to get Julia back. I'm in. <laughs> so, uh, I think Julia's dead, by the way. I don't think she's alive. I don't. I think that after they took that picture of her looking real sad because they beat her up, I think they killed her afterwards. We haven't seen her for a while, so that's a very good possibility. I was say, what, what would be the point to keep her alive? Uh, As a, for the Patriots, really. Well, I mean, they you don't can know, lie. They don't know what Neville's going to do. So they know that he, if he comes back, they're going to need Julia still. Even okay, if, but I'm saying he, he, they could lie and say, we have Julia, and until like right. you're not going to see her. We need to see Monroe's head like in your hand. I think Neville's smarter than that. I think he's going to demand, you know, confirmation before he delivers the head. There's just no, I just don't see how it benefits the Patriots to keep her alive. Like, honestly, they're, they're going to well, say they anymore, do. Because they were keep, keeping her to get Tom probably to do whatever. Right, but Tom still thinks right, she's you, alive, though. You know what right. I'm saying? So I think the perception for them is like, oh, well, but think about it. Why would they even keep Tom alive if once he as delivers as, yeah, I could see as, I could see as soon as... Uh, if he ever got Monroe and delivered Monroe to them, that he they just kill him and they just kill Jason and they just. But kill then they would already Julia. already have killed Julia. What was what would be the point of keeping her alive? Right. Well, it, they may need her for leverage against Tom. If it takes a while for him to actually bring in uh, Bass to them, you know, that's my thoughts. What do you think, for Jessica? I don't know. If Julia is still alive, though, I wouldn't trust her still. So right, we still don't. I trust Neville. <laughs> I don't care. Like I'm on his the side. Master manipulator. I love, well, right. He said he can survive anything. I've been, right? I've been saying for like 
15 He's been episodes. Around since the dinosaurs. Right. That I, I just love watching. His uh, his scenes are my favorite scenes. He gets into the heads of people good because I like job. how the way he, he... He's a very good reader of people, and he can tell that Truman always wanted that power. He's tied... You know, oh, yeah, he's, for sure. He's got it in his... He's got the twinkle in his eye that he wants to... And he's playing on it. It's, right. It's there to grab. You just have to take it. Right, and Truman is so stupid because Gullible. he keeps falling for it. Dude, he's in to win. But let's talk some more about Truman because in this episode, Gene goes to Willoughby and we meet up with Marion, their friend from the bar. Friend. Their friend, quote unquote friend, uh, because they feel like they can trust her and they feel like people trust her. That's the big thing is everyone else in the town trusts her. Well, everyone trusts their bartender. Dude, who doesn't love I love my bartender. (laughs) This guy. I'm I'm, I'm a bartender. bartender. Yeah. (laughs) We're looking at Truman. Um, So we find out that Marion is having a relationship with Truman. And they're engaged. Engaged. They're even engaged. He shows up for dinner like he does every night. Right. Did you think it was weird that he showed up with armed guards for dinner? No, because that's how he always travels. Yeah, secu- like the president goes everywhere with security. But they were like hanging out in the house. Like they should have been waiting outside. Right. I do think that was a little weird. What like, if they're wanting to get a little romantic? That's you know, weird. he was he was trying there towards the end of dinner. He, she's all like, "Let's go for a walk." Marion was trying to get him to go for a walk to get out of the house so that they could escape. Right. And he's all like, "Let's stay in." Right. Let's watch a movie. Hint, hint. <laughs> totally. A movie. That's that's what I got out of if, it. But if they were outside waiting, they wouldn't have heard the noise downstairs. I know. They were strategically placed. I'm aware of the reasons that they did that, but it just okay, seemed it, weird. This is what I, I have a question for you guys. Did you think that when when Marion and Truman went outside and they saw the, all the commotion, I was confused because I felt like isn't Willoughby and the training camp separate places? Right, they brought they were bringing back all the like all the bodies. All the bodies. So what was the timing like? Because I thought all of that was happening simultaneously. I thought the takeover of the training camp was happening at the same exact time. It, w- it, was. it was. It had just finished, so all those people escaped from getting killed and went straight there. Then how did they have dead people with them? Check if I know. Yeah, that's what, that's that why I was confused because yeah. I was just like, I, I don't. I thought they were in two separate locations. I didn't think that the training camp was that close to Willoughby, like the town part of Willoughby, and then the fact that they had a bunch of dead people laying around. That's true. That's what was weird to me because I was like, they didn't kill them there, and they wouldn't well, have. Yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say maybe they are. Maybe it is kind of close because remember last episode when they took Kim to Grant, her dad's house. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't that oh, long well, that's of a. True. But he lives outside. He doesn't live in the city. Remember, that's what Marion said. Oh, I, still th- I feel like everything is pretty in close proximity within a few miles of but each other. Yeah, but that doesn't that doesn't explain what were the people, all the dead people lying right, around. You're right. Was that, that just the that people does not that, explain the dead people. Was that the people that Miles killed on the way into Willoughby? Because no, I didn't feel I like that, that was that was them bringing people. them back. That could have been. Remember when he went into Willoughby and they he, snuck in the side door? Yeah, they, they did kill three or four people. But I feel like there was more people yeah, laying it around. It looked like they got killed there because they were like on the ground and they were like covering them up. It's like they just, everyone just has there. those shoes, those running shoes. <laughs> no, right? They got some Nikes. They're, and they're running. They got their Nikes. And I think on. too, even if they, even if it was happening simultaneously and they were taking these bodies, they wouldn't be taking bodies yet because even if right. they, even if it was hours later, though, they still wouldn't be taking bodies yet because. All the rebels and all Monroe's people were still there. That's what I'm saying. Doesn't make sense. Sorry. If you have an idea of why or who these dead people were laying around in Willoughby, time travel, please comment because we're a little confused here. Doesn't make sense. I don't know. What does make sense is that ten out of ten times, every single one of us will do the selfish, idiotic thing. Mm, yep. Because he is a cynical person. Because we are selfish idiots. That, that miles. 
Yes. And actually, I really like this, this side of Miles because he's been around the block. And he knows what needs to be done when it needs to be done. And he knows to do the right thing sometimes. But he says that 10 out of 10 times people will be selfish and they will do the stupid thing. And he's afraid that they're going to get sold out by Marion. And he's preparing for it before right. it even happened. I mean, and it shouldn't have necessarily happened. So he was kind of wrong in the aspect of the only reason that Marion sold them out was because of the things that Bass did. But what she thought that. Right, they did. which they thought that Miles was involved right. with. Right. Those are the most frustrating things to watch when you're watching a show. You're like, no! Right. When you know the truth behind it and the character doesn't, it's... Right. And I wanted screaming. to be like, come on, Gene, I know your arm is shot, but it's at least be like, I don't know what's going on. I wanted him to say something. I did. When he was like walking out the door and he gave her that look. Like, I, th- I thought there was going to be a little more exchange or some kind of trying to convince her before they ran off, before she yelled, they're in here, they're in here. Right. You have to think about... You know, the Patriots are doing such a good job, like Tom, of manipulating people. Like like he said, there was no bombs. There was no journal. But they were taught and told. And especially because Marion was close to him in the past. Like, so that's going to affect her a lot more. So I could see, you know, why she was, like, not believing it. Oh, poor Marion will never love again. She's tainted. She's really tainted. Now she's like, I don't know what to do. I thought I really did love Gene. And then I found out he broke my heart and lied. Dr. P, what are you doing? Well, we think she's engaged, so she shouldn't be, you know. Listen, until there's a ring that's locked down and I do said, it's not not official. (laughs) But even still... But yeah, thanks to to Monroe's uh, stupid, stupid act 10 out of 10 times. We're going to get to Monroe. Don't yeah. you worry. Monroe is later on the pipe. Well, do, well, I th- well, I have a question, though. Do you guys think that that's true, that 10 out of 10 times people do the stupid selfish thing? I would say 8 out of 10. Okay. Yeah. But especially in the world that they live in. Right. You know, it's so cutthroat, so, you know, fend for yourself. Like, right. like Charlie was saying, I fight because I fought for myself because that's the only I'm thing trying to keep to, myself alive. That's the only thing she knew to fight for, right? Right, right. And I like that part too, where Rachel's like, I, "This is my fault because we've put you in this world and we've shown you these things and we've made you this way." Right. So she's like, "I'm fighting so that you don't become like me." And you know what? I've always waited for this apology. This is the apology that yeah, the that I needed. feel like Rachel should have said a long time ago. So she finally said, "The I'm sorry. You're this way because of us. You're this heartless killer because you've been watching Miles and I." And I mean, it, it was about time that she said something like that. The apple doesn't fall too far and from it, the and, tree. And I like in the basement where we find out the reason that Miles fights isn't that he's fighting for anything, but he's fighting against himself. Right. He's fighting his own demons from the tons of things he's done in the past that have been negative and have affected him so poorly and that's the reason he's so cynical that's why he believes that 10 out of 10 times that people do the stupid selfish thing and it shows a lot about him and his character but it shows too to me that he's trying to grow right he's he wants people to not do stupid selfish things but they keep doing it i feel like he's stuck though too i think so but it explains a lot, like I said, about him and his right. inner demons, if you will. Right. I thought he was going to shed a tear for a minute. Like, he got nah, real emotional. Let's not get crazy now. <laughs> no, I love his eyes watered a lot. I was like, whoa, this is a very emotional moment for Miles. I thought that while they were hiding downstairs, that just because they kept talking, Mayhem was like, why what? do they keep talking? No, why are they talking so loud? Like, shh, 
Shout that, out. They weren't using any inside voice at I all. Mean, it, it, it seemed like this, there was no attempt on being like, so Gene, your boo Marion is upstairs. <laughs> like there was no attempt to and whisper. If you can, yeah, you can see through if the floors. If you can see through the floors, uh, you know, your voice is going to travel. Right. I was like, that's oh. not good. And it, okay, tell me if you guys thought like as soon as they were looking through the floorboards, I just knew like you're going to drop something. Don't move. Somebody's going to hit something. Like that was obvious. I, I liked that it was the distiller though. Where she brewed her homemade moonshine. <laughs> right. right. But you know what I was thinking? Like, she came downstairs angry, like, what are you guys doing? Like, blah, 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 blah. I feel like that to me would have been odd if I was like. The soldier? Uh, yeah. Like, I why been, is like, she angry? Why is she so upset and what, you know? Well, no, I think, well, I, I didn't think that because it seems like Marion is, I mean, you, if you run a bar, then you're used to, you have to be a little tough. Forceful. Right. So I think if, if she comes downstairs and she, these guys are never down there, they don't go down there. So if she comes down there and she's like, what are you doing down here? Because this is expensive equipment. This is how I make my living. Like, you can't be down here. You shouldn't be here. Right. So I think, I thought it made sense. I agree that it did make sense to me as well, but it did seem weird. Like, after it played out and they left, I'm like, yeah, I guess that does make sense. But it felt odd at first. She's like, what are you doing? Why, you know, it almost felt like she was really defensive yeah, exactly. in a way that would get them caught. But how, uh, I thought there was only like one entrance into the basement. That was the second door. Yeah, Some basements like have the, like second areas. So there was a doorway between the back section. There's the stairs to come down and then there was whatever. And then there was that door to the little room downstairs. Right, but I mean, entrance wise, where's the other entrance into the basement? Oh, there the, was the, only one. The yeah, steps. just the one. Just the, the okay, guy. But, the guy came the, down the stairs. Right, but aren't the stairs? Don't they lead straight up to the kitchen where um, Marion and Truman were? They were like down. It was like down the hall or something. Oh, it okay. wasn't in the kitchen. For yet. some reason, I don't know. For some reason, I thought I was like, how did they even get in there? Did they go through the kitchen like past Truman and Marion and like go down the stairs? And she'd have really been like, what are you guys doing going down there? And who was okay, it? Was it you it. or Ryan that said? Uh, thought that Ed had already seen the guns and he was on just the table. playing. I thought, I yeah, was Megan. like, oh, like there's no, I mean, he's yeah, it's like a smart guy. And the kitchen is pretty small. Right. They were sitting there, the gun and the knife. Right. I'm like, oh, he's had to have seen this or something. You know? Well, luckily he didn't and luckily they escaped. Right. So Maybe she got him drunk enough. That's what it was. She had that had the big bottle up. of... So, it's cool. Let's uh, talk about Neville some yes. more because I love talking about Neville and his manipulation. Yes. Uh, so, he's trying to talk up Ed trying to get him to get on his side to help him go against Doyle because this whole thing with him is about his plan to attack Doyle and his taking out Doyle but he goes to talk to Doyle and gets captured right well, no no he no, doesn't he go doesn't, he, he was, was going he, okay. to mind his business what, I'm sorry that's what he said he said it was going when Doyle is talking to him he's like I was yes. coming to talk to you right right. and you captured me but I was really coming to tell you information about stuff he's always such a like such a, I don't know what's the word. Pathological liar. What, what does um, Larice call him? He says something about him. Like he's just like slithery, slimy, or something. Like he's just so. I don't even care. I love it. He's just he, he, he has no honey. backbone. He just does whatever. He can pour honey oh, in my ear anytime. <laughs> sweet, that's called earwax. That's honey. gross. It's not honey. <laughs> Have you ever heard that phrase before? Just dripping honey in your ear. No, that's what he. That's yeah. what was said about Neville. Yeah, that's what he does. He so, does. <laughs> but I do. I like that he he tells the truth this week. Because he's like, why don't you just tell me the truth? And he's like, all right, Julia loved me and never loved you. And you are a small man in so many ways. Every, oh, gosh. Yeah. I know that got his goat. Yes. And Doyle was getting ready to shed a tear. I thought there. Yeah, that, hurt, that, that hurts. That's, <laughs> that hurt me. That <laughs> Not even hurt him. us watching. I thought he was right. just going to snap right then and there and just right. choke him or something. Right. I, I was looking for a choke, but he was going to do it the slow way with a belt. But it seems odd to me the way he put the belt around his neck because he like pulled the tie string so the belt buckle was right on the front of his throat, which is where he said he could pull it tighter. But I don't know. It didn't work. Well, he didn't, I have he a didn't question. choke him fast enough. Why, does, why do you think 
um, Neville actually said the truth. Do you think because he really thought he was going to die, he's like, I'll just go ahead and tell him. Because that's that's going to get you a, for real, severe, torturous death I saying that to this he man. wanted to get him riled up. He wanted to throw him off. Because if he's just doing cool and playing Neville, then he wouldn't have been shooken up. I think that Doyle got so shook up by the comments that that, like, threw him off guard, that he wasn't prepared for that. Yeah, I think I think he totally did it on purpose. Yeah. That just seems his style. He got in his head. That Like, that got right. in his head harder than anything he could have oh, lied to Oh, of course, him. yeah. So, and that, again, threw like, him yeah, off. Yeah, and we're laughing at you, trying not to choke. I was like, oh, oh snap. that's so mean. Oh, snap. Like, cut, like, that one cut deep. Right. And then he, it's him. So. Yeah, so yeah, he's trying to choke him out, but luckily the the army shows up, if you will. Time. Just in the nick of time, killing of everyone else. And his hand, he had had been cutting through the rope on the back of the chair, breaks through, grabs Doyle, <laughs> chokes him out with the belt. I like the way that uh, Neville choked out Doyle better than the way that Doyle was trying to choke Neville. But so violent, because I mean, because here's the thing: um, Doyle tells Neville, "I'm going to kill you, then I'm going to kill your wife, and then I'm going to use your son the way I want to use him." Yeah, like that's enough to make anybody go crazy. Like you're going to do my family, you're going to destroy can, my family yeah, like no, that. Try, try harder. Right, so I think, I mean, obviously Neville's like, you're not going to do that. Um, but I do have a question, though, another question about the eye numbers okay. that mm-hmm. the cadets have. So they don't ever say how you turn the cadets off, but do you just, is it like the on switch? You just say, say the, the number again? That's a good question. I was actually thinking the same thing when we were watching the episode, and I was like, eh, maybe they just, like, wake up and they forget what happened. That's what I was thinking, just because he was like, I don't know how I got here. Jason said that. And then, but how do they make them? Because I want, I really want somebody to be like, okay, Jason, we're going to say your number. Jason on, Jason <laughs> and off. Right, and we're, we're hoping that we can just say your number again, and you'll turn off. If not, we'll have to kill you. You know, I want somebody to do do something. That is the question we have no answers for, but right. I think that we will. Right. Because I feel like that's going to come up again, especially the fact that there's still cadets out there. There's right. four that escaped apparently, mm-hmm. unless they were sent off. Plus Jason, and you know, I feel like it's not the end of this. Right. And then here's the other thing: Can anybody? When you're in your hypnotic state, when they say your number, can anybody tell you what to do? I think it... Or does way, it have to be a certain rank of, like, how would you know? Voice. Probably a voice. Yeah, probably voice. Probably the person who turned you on. But it can't be the same person because uh, Jason got turned on somewhere else. So is it, they only send a Doyle? Like, what is it? Well, go on. That can't be right. I, I'm just I'm just thinking they probably, yeah, they probably recognize voices. Or just once they're on, they're on. They could, they'll just do anything. I, th- I think that's what told. it is. I think whoever turns them on, they'll just do whatever they're told. That person. Th- yeah, so the voice of the person that turns you on is the voice of the person that <laughs> controls <laughs> <Sorry>. you. <laughs> the voice of the person that drips sweet honey in your ear and turns you on. Yes, that's what I said and that's what I meant. Uh, or maybe it's when ranking. Your, when your it, number is, uh, there would be no way to judge well, ranking. Well, yeah, no, 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 guess, because, because remember when um, Doyle turned Jason, Jason the killer on, he said his rank, who he was. So maybe they when they're They just take a command, whatever they, command they're given right when they're from, programmed. Yeah, but yeah. from whoever, though, because he said, I am such and such. And then he's, I guess something clicks on his head, like, oh, okay, but this could, is the guy. You could say you're anybody. It. I'm Colonel whatever. Right, I'm saying. Yeah, you can lie I'm and Captain say you're. Hooks. What's exactly. Your point? So, I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think whatever they get told, they just do that mission, and then maybe when that mission's done or they get so adrenaline and they pass out. Maybe they just go to sleep. That's, yes. Again, that's a mystery that we don't have answers for, but we will find out, I'm sure, soon You enough. guys can tell us what you think, too. Yeah, yes. yeah, hit it up on the uh, iTunes and the YouTube. What do you think? What happens <laughs> when the number is red? And when did they shut off? Who controls them? I like yeah. how you say the in front of everything. The number is red? No. The iTunes? The iTunes. The Facebook? <laughs> the, the Twitter? Facebook, the it Twitter. was the Facebook. It was, yeah. Forever ago, so it's fine. 
The MySpace, the Friendster. Dude, the Revolution After Show? Yeah. That's all. It's because I went to the Ohio State University. Oh, gosh. Oh, God. So we just have to add the to everything to make yeah, it more yeah. important. Anyway, so just in time, uh, the men show up. Neville chokes out Doyle and kills him. I did like the little point, though, where after like everything cleared over and uh, Truman's looking at the body and he's like, to me, it looks like somebody choked this man out. And several people <laughs> commented about the body because first uh, Monroe was in there with all the men. He's like, somebody choked this body. I don't know. It could have been somebody. Who cares? And then, you know, Truman does the same thing. And he's like, somebody choked this man out if I had to guess. But, you know, he played it off very well in that sense. But I think, no, I, I, Truman knows the truth. Right, I, I oh, he, for sure yeah, know the truth. Know. Right. But I didn't, really fast, I want to say, did you notice he got back there really fast, too? So the camp <laughs> and the thing must be yes, really Yes, we've close. established that people can travel through time in <laughs> Revolution. They have no concept of travel. <laughs> but no, I like that, that he played that against him, and he's like, well, there, there's the, the story where this man got choked out and killed, or there's the true story Right. Which is where he couldn't control everyone, but you could. You came in right. and saved the day. He was killed in action accidentally, and you're the hero. God, you, yeah, you played Truman, him like a fiddle yet dude, again. Little, Truman's just such a little an risk, idiot. lots of reward. Idiot. I mean, I don't. Honestly, though, if you were Truman, and these I are your trust options. Him. No, hold on. If you're Truman, and right. these are your options of things that could happen, which do you choose? I mean, you would do exactly what Neville said. I, just, I would. I, I'm, you'd say, hey, I, mean, I am, look, Doyle, who is supposed to be, you know, chief of staff, I am better than him. He got killed by these terrorists. He couldn't hang, right. but I can. I mean, and you know that they hate each other because they've, right. they've already commented on the dissension between them. So, I mean, I agree. If I'm uh, the, in that position, position that Ed's in, I do what he tells me to do. What but Neville then maybe I'd write, do. like, a little side note and then please make Tom... No, but here's here's the thing, though. Tom, I was wondering what was going to happen in that scene when Truman came back and he sees that Doyle's on the ground. Because Tom now knows by what Doyle told him that Truman ratted him out. And Truman told Doyle, oh, Neville gave me poison to kill you. So he knows that Truman is still a rat. So I was wondering, like, okay, how is this going to get played? But he needs him right now. Wait, but do you guys think that... Ed didn't say anything that Jason said something because remember he was like Jason yeah, told, me told me everything, everything. he blacked out. But I don't know. So maybe J- it wasn't Wait, wait a minute though. He, you remember Jason got captured last um, episode, right? right? But he could have known the plan that what he... Uh, well, that's true. I mean, it's his, it's his dad. It, it, regardless, in this situation, as much as Ed looks weird and cowardly or whatever you want to call it for doing exactly what Neville's telling him, it's the right play in his right. position. And as much as Neville hates it, he still needs Truman Right. In the situation, because he needs that leverage and the power, and he needs that help, because he doesn't have anyone else that can help him now that you know he's killed some people and he's some people have sold him out. So they kind of there's a, a weird relationship because they need each other. Right. They, I don't know if they hate. I think they kind of like each other, but <laughs> I mean, they, they, it's, it's an unfortunate like catch twenty two. Like yeah. we have to work together. And I feel like Ed maybe knows a little bit that he's getting manipulated, but he's like, well, this is my best option, right? Because right. I mean, again, we just all said we would do the same thing, right? So I don't know. It's it's a uh, a good little marriage they have there because I think that both of them can kind of ride that gravy train all the way home. But you know what? But it's, it's, it's not going to end well for Truman. I know that much. It's no. not going to end well for him because when, she, uh-uh. when you get that power when, and it goes to your head, mm-mm. when it comes down to it, Neville's going to sell him out right. for sure. Did you? I actually kind of thought in this week's episode when uh, the men were attacking the camp that. Jason and uh, Neville were going to come out and like join them, and they were going to help them kill right. Patriots. I thought they were going to switch sides. But, but Jason pushed him away because 
I really feel like, you know, what motivates, at this point, what motivates Neville is his wife. Right. And so he still says, oh, I have to get Monroe. So I think he was going to try to kill Monroe, like, right there as he's staring at him. And Monroe also knows that Neville wants to kill him. So I think it was... I still think that they're going to get together and they're going to have some super I, alliance. I feel the same way, too. I, this, I thought the first thing, too, like, oh, they're going to go out there and join right. him. But then I was, you know, Jason pushed him away. I was like, they might see him and Miles... Or and kill him. Just right. be, Yeah, uh, Monroe would just be like, oh, you guys again. Right. But in, let's talk about that. Let's talk about Miles and, and the men and Monroe. Um, because all these people show up, and there's a huge fire that they have lit in the middle of nowhere. Goodness gracious, Good now. Lord. Like, like, yeah. Tell everyone you're here. Hey, we're here, Hi. by the way, in case you guys can't see us up three miles away. Right. Because, you know, Charlie and Connor are having their little talk, and they're bickering, and they see the fire. Well, before they see the fire, what does Charlie say? She tells him he's crazy. She's right. For what, it, like trying to her conquer? Yeah. Do, what do you think you're gonna? Do you see who this is? What do you think's gonna happen? You're right. just a nobody, and he's crazy. So you're crazy for doing this. Wait. So, okay. Did did something happen where suddenly she's like doesn't really like want Connor anymore? She never wanted what? him. She well, said in the episode where they hooked up that she was just bored. Oh, okay. right. So I think, but I think this now because remember now it's revealed like it's out in the open that. Um, Monroe wants to start his republic again with his son. Because they've talked about it. He's talked about it with Connor. He talked about it. But now it's out. Now everyone, everyone knows. Everyone knows. No I'm secret. sure they suspected it. But now they know for sure. And I think that's why she says that. She makes that comment. Right. Because right. she sees him and she's kind of disgusted by it. And, right. And all that. But they see this fire and they find all these men. And they go to check it out. These are all Duncan's men. And Duncan's I been know. killed. I'm so, so sad Duncan. about that. Poor Duncan, know, the guys in the khakis came and got her. The guy, the <laughs> dicks in the khakis. We're gonna be, whoa, whoa. whoa. That's what, that's, I'm just repeating whoa. what the show said. My mom always told me if there's a swear word in a song, I could sing it as long as it was in the song. So I'm just quoting the show. Oh, I, the integrity. I'm just saying. Keeping everything the way it's Keeping should. it legit. So it's Staying all about true. committing to the, the lines as right. they are written by somebody who's smarter than me. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Your sarcasm's not needed. <laughs> But they see this fire, and they go find out these men, and they want to join uh, in with the group. Okay, yet again, question, how did they get there so fast from Vegas, and how did they know where they were going? Well, she t- they said that Duncan told them where Miles and uh, Monroe were. Right. So they f- must have looked on the map <laughs> that you can't seem to find the location of Willoughby, but they found <laughs> it on their map. Right. And they went, and off they went to Willoughby, Texas. To find Monroe, and they wanted to join him because they want to revenge Duncan, and they want to kill Patriots, and they knew he was there killing Patriots. Right. Right. That's, that's very hopeful of them that they're like, we're going to find Monroe, and we're going to go kill these Patriots. I liked that the, we didn't get a name, I don't think. Of no, the, we didn't. I was waiting for his name, too. And you know, there was one part where he said, um, Monroe, I'm, and he paused, and I thought he was going right, to say his, his name. name. <laughs> and then he's like, so happy to be fighting for you. Yes. I thought he was going to say I, it. What is but it? I like him. He's a good looking uh, yeah. guy. Like, I feel the, like, I'll call him the Indian because he said, I'm not a chief. Yeah, I'm, I'm not Indian. a chief. The, in, the, our Indian friend. <laughs> who's, who's not, not Indian, Indian. If, ethnically. but <laughs> I mean, he could be. He could be like 118th Cherokee. We don't okay, know that. That doesn't count. Sorry. It does count if you live on a reservation and you have a casino. Okay. That's well, all you need. There's no Or you want to give out loans? And clearly there's no more casinos because New Vegas is kaput. Kaput. So, yeah, the, the Indian basically, I, I like their little group joining up, and so they immediately go to action. They go to attack the town. They want to kill everyone, including all the kids and the cadets, and they do a pretty dang right. good job. Monroe has no haste. No. Okay, question. Do you think they were right in killing the cadets? Yes. 
for Jessica? Uh, yes. We've seen what they can do. Right. We yeah. saw last week where it's she it, killed her father immediately. Go yeah. Ahead. It, no, it just it just it's a sucky situation because they're young and right. you know it's like wrong, but at the same time they're going to be doing so much more worse. Right. Once and I, they get trained. Yeah, and I think I mean in this kind of dog eat dog world, I think you have to kill them. So sorry, Rachel, it's not a time to be a softy. Nope. I mean, you want to. I mean, but that's like any war situation. You think about killing people on the other side that are exactly like you. I mean, right. it's a matter of now. In this situation, I think is even different than a war because it's it's survival of their way. You know, it's different. Right, and because the kids are still in the training mode, the training's not done. I think that's probably why you know, last week, what's her name, uh, killed her dad. Kim, Kim yeah, killed Kim. her dad because her dad was great. You know. Exactly, because you're supposed to say the number, and then somebody says a, a command, then you kill. No one said anything. They just said the number, and right. she, you know. So I don't think they're she fixed freaked. in the head, so I think you would have to kill them because their training is not even done. They're still a little messed up. I agree. Right. I mean, you got to kill to survive. And as we're finding out, that's why what these people are doing what they're doing. Mm-hmm. They're fighting. Why are they fighting? Because they are trying to progress themselves, <laughs> moving their lives forward into better things. But after they take over the camp, they do find this really interesting document. Yes. Which is really, Arabic. really relevant. Um, because you know, we're looking back to other episodes where they have had documents in translations or code or different things like that related to other countries or you know there's even comments about you know the, the triangle with the eye that they used with Dr. Horn was there and it's Illuminati-ish and yeah. cult-like and you know the Arabic writing in this so luckily they have a guy who was in the war, <laughs> the war. Well, conveniently I mean, in the Gulf War <laughs> I thought that was interesting that it's in Arabic especially I mean well I understand you're going to write stuff in code so if someone does get a hold of it but I mean do you feel like the Arabic has any significance or anything like that? I think so, because it's, it's been used multiple times. Well, I, I like it because, again, like you know how we were talking about before, how stuff that happens in real life, the writers always kind of write mimic, this in. Yeah. So now we're seeing, you know, of course, Miles and Monroe are considered terrorists to the U.S., when in our actuality the Patriots are terrorists, and they're using a language that in modern-day U.S. history yeah. that a lot of people Terror- would think that, Yeah, they, they associate Arabic with terrorism. So how, how crazy is that? Hmm. It's a little bit crazy and a little bit rock and roll. I don't know. It's a little bit country. But we get the plan, though, which is the, the primary objective of okay. what we need to figure out. This is the other problem I have. <laughs> so when our Indian, not ethnically Indian friend, comes back and says, oh, he translated it, come back with more translation than this. <laughs> it was a giant journal. It was half a page. But, that, but that's all you got from that giant journal is they're going to Texas to kill. Or maybe it was just the summation of some a bunch He's, of plans. Yeah. But I really thought it was going to be more than that. He's a speed reader and a speed note taker. Right? Like basically this entire huge journal is summed up in this. They're he going to, work, to Austin. And he used to work for the courthouse. He writes in shorthand. Right. St- what is it? Stenog- stenography. stenography. And they're so. going to kill the Texas president. Yeah, and that's what we learned last week, actually, at the end of the episode, or mm-hmm. throughout the episode, as they talked to the president, that their plan all along is to wipe out these tribe nations, and they're going to go take over Texas and take out the government there, mm-hmm. so that the patriots can slowly move back and take over what was formerly the United States. Right. So it's Band by band. They got Duncan, but not Texas. You don't mess with Texas. You don't mess with Texas, because everything's bigger in Texas, yes. unlike Doyle. <laughs> I, did, I did like that Miles punched Monroe, though. Like, right. when he came up, and he's just like... 
Uh, who's really the boss? WTF, hey. punch him in the face. That's what I'm saying. That's that's a real, like, boss move. You just don't walk up to someone and say, Just punch. smack him in the face? But, and he totally used, you know, Monroe came back and totally used his own, Miles' own line against him. Well, you you know you, that you he had it ten times. Things, yeah. So what do you expect? Do you see later down the road, if something happens where they start getting a republic back together, where actually uh, Monroe is not in charge, but Miles is? See, I, well, I think Me. this... I don't know. I mean, I think that probably will end up being the case, but Miles already can see what is happening. He's he's like, I've been down this road before. Yeah. You know, Monroe and I want, we had good intentions, and then look what happened with the Monroe Republic. It wasn't what we started as. So this is going to happen again, and so he knows that. And so I just think for Monroe, he feels like, Oh, this is great. We're going to do exactly what we did before. And he doesn't see. He, he's okay hence, with hence Miles my question. being. Well, that's what I'm saying. He doesn't see any problem with Miles continuing to be the leader. I don't think he, he has a problem with that. He's okay with that because he knows he's he's got a couple screws loose. And he loves Miles. That's his best friend. His bro, his bromance is real. Okay? <laughs> it's not going to die. So even with his son, I really do think that he still wants, he feels in his heart that Miles could still be the leader like it, like he was before. Do you think you would submit then if push came to shove and Miles was like nope I'm in charge we're doing what I'm saying and you're done well I think he respects Miles in a weird way honestly right. I feel like alright they're BFF that's what I'm saying I, so I that's feel all. he'll I feel like he will still listen to what Miles has to say I feel like since he went against or you know he went off and just killed he didn't have he didn't talk with Miles or anyone else about it part of me I was thinking about it too when I was watching the episode that I feel like um, Sebastian could just kind of start doing his own thing and all the power coming back to him might get to his head and he might, he might forget about miles altogether forget a bit, like just get so wrapped up in taking control that there's gonna be rifts I along I don't, the way I, I don't think I, I feel like this as long as miles de- because when there became a rift what happened miles left you know what i mean miles left and monroe was sad and he wasn't a good he he his role is not to be the long-term planner you know what I mean? Right, he needs Miles. And exactly. He's always and he, needed kn- Miles. And he knows that. And he's like, okay, I could run this with my son by myself, but there's an aspect of it that Miles takes care of that I'm not good at. So then do you see then, now that we have Connor stepping in, could Connor fill those shoes? Do we see them splitting apart, and now Miles leaves because of the things that Monroe is doing that he doesn't agree with, and Connor takes over that role? Mm-hmm. Well, I, don't, I don't think Connor will, because Connor can't tell his dad what to do. True. So he can't fulfill Miles' role. He can try, but he won't be able to. But like uh, Miles said, this is the apocalypse, so it's only going to get worse. Right, and he's right about that. Maybe it's going to get better. No. I mean, we saw the preview for next week, uh, which which we're off for a week, by the way, guys. Sorry. We'll be back on April 2nd. April 2nd. Spoiler alert, we're back on April 2nd because the show's (laughs) off for a little bit. But they did say... The, as I've been saying for several weeks, someone, someone is gonna die. Yes. Someone, someone that we love. Okay. Someone that we love. So should we go to predictions? Your After Buzz TV predictions. Yes. Okay, let's do this then. Predictions. Who's, who's gonna? gonna so if you saw the, and I was reading on some stuff on Twitter as I was watching oh, the show, I always do. <laughs> I like when you guys tweet me during the show, unless when you spoil things, you know who you are. Ooh. Ooh, I had somebody spoil it for me a couple weeks ago. <laughs> um, where on the stage, where there was the body, we saw um, Monroe, and you could see a body. Could you see who it was? Oh, I didn't even see that. There's a picture so floating around. It was flashing on the preview. 
I've just seen it a couple times here and there. So who do so you who, think, wait, who do you Ryan? Think gonna, you think you really think Listen, Monroe's gonna die? I didn't. No, Monroe isn't dead. There's a body beside him. Who do you think is dying? I'm not saying yet. It's your turn to predict. Go. No, we, we pick did. you. Yeah. Two votes against one. Go. We pick you, Pikachu. Mm-hmm. Pikachu, picking you. You're the one in the bright yellow shirt over there. Don't Greenish. reverge. We're talking Don't to you. All right. So if I had to predict someone that's going to die, that's somebody that we love, I, as of what I saw this week, I kind of feel like it could be Charlie. That's what I was going to say. You, But you see her in that one, you know, snip in the preview where she looks like she's about to die. So I feel like it's not going to be her because they wouldn't yeah, make she it wouldn't, obvious. But right. I feel like Charlie's the most, like lovable character and her comments this week too about very morbid <laughs> yeah she's just doing it until she dies basically okay, so you think it's gonna be charlie that's a that's a, a shot in the dark okay semi-dark yeah you too i mean i don't think like i said maybe not because why would they show her in like a you know well, let's moment? narrow it down we know that it can't be probably priscilla or um, aaron. or aaron yeah, they're not. Even, yeah, not so we know it can't line. be. Them. No, no, it could be. It could, it could be, be Priscilla. It could be Priscilla. It can't be Aaron because he's clearly right. series reg. Series but, God, right? But Priscilla, it could be because it's not really Priscilla. He could do something to this fake Priscilla and kill her. Does she die? And, and kills then this, real like, Alien comes out of her body. Maybe I don't know. So that could be an option. Priscilla could be the dead yeah. one. I here's the other thing. I've always said that Dr. I thought Gene was going to die soon right. because yeah, he's but, old. Right, but I don't feel like he's like yeah, like a character you like. Uh, it's gonna be one of the main. And what do you need him people. for now anymore? I, mean, I don't. I don't feel he's like your dad. I know, yeah. but I'm saying I just. I don't. I think he's done as. I think he's been. Yeah, he couldn't even get Marion on his side. <laughs> and then I, I think. But here's the other thing too. I also think Connor might die. But again, that's he, a possibility. I feel that's like a possibility. He's not like a lovable one yet. But the, yeah, but, that's true. But he's I know, not lovable he's part enough. Of a fu- but you think if that he has a future because he's supposed to be building this empire with his dad. So that's a possibility. Connor could die. How about think, no one dies? How about nobody dies? Yes. No. Screw you, NBC. No one is dying because we said so. No, I want somebody to die. Me too. I'm ready. I'm ready to join us. I'm, <laughs> well, I'm going to scoot away from Megan. <laughs> <laughs> well, tune in next week to our Revolution no, after show. Week. I'm sorry, April, April 2nd, 2nd. Two weeks to see if Francesca is dead or not. What? Um, <laughs> but first, before we go, Francesca, why don't you tell us where we can find you in you case we need to find out if you're dead. on the Instagram and the Twitter and the Vine. X-O-X-O-C-E-S-C-A. And Megan? as always, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Meg Scoop, like Scoop of Ice Cream. And you can find me all day, every day. Oh, God. <laughs> at RyanHooks92 on the Facebook, on the Twitter, on the Instagram, on the Snapchat. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Episode 17, Why We Fight Revolution After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. We'll catch you guys in two weeks. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.